You're listening to Talking Grit by Grit Cycle. Today's episode is brought to you by Stood Spray. <laughs> so just yeah. like that, we're back on Talking Grit. Episode, I don't even know. I don't even know. It's episode. We need to start keeping track of that better. You know, I do enough around here, Matt. Why don't you get on the computer? I will. I'll figure that out. How I'm going re- to redo all of the titles of all of our podcasts. I'll give you the. <laughs> I'll give you the password and username <laughs> so you can go in and do that for yourself. Awesome. <laughs> I'm Cassie. I'm Matt. And today we have a special guest. Her name is Charlene. She is the owner of Nectar Anaheim Hills. Yes, I am. Hello. Um, is it okay? We're also, all three of us are Lululemon ambassadors. Oh my gosh, get really close. <laughs> so for those of you that are listening to this, you should like look on YouTube and look at how cute we were. We, you're a new, I was going to get to the Lululemon ambassador thing, but. I ruined it. You did. <laughs> um, so Charlene, like we said, is the owner of Nectar. Is it Nectar Juice Bar or ne- just Nectar? Nectar Juice Bar. Nectar Juice Bar in Anaheim Hills, which yes. is conveniently just right out the front door of our Anaheim Hills Grit Cycle Studio. Three doors away. And I would have to say that you are for sure in the top three most important people that we met when we opened Grit Cycle. Um, you were super, super important to our initial and continued success. So let me say thank you. Thank you. I'm glad that you guys are my neighbors and it's been an honor and a privilege to be, uh, here with you guys and getting to know the Anaheim Hills staff. It's, it's amazing. You get to scoot closer to your microphone. (laughs) Okay. Now, now she's official. Okay. So I thought it would be really cool. I mean, we could talk about juice and all that other stuff, but I think I, I'm guessing you have a really good entrepreneurial story. And so I thought we could really dive into entrepreneurship, okay. um, what it's like marketing your business and today's social media. Cause I think I'm going to ask you a question that you're going to go. Um, okay. And well, I hope I can answer it. You for sure will be able to answer it. So why don't you tell us, uh, why you wanted to be an entrepreneur, what, how you got into this, what is the family background? Uh, okay, so let's just start. I'm going to go all the way back to uh, 14 and a half is kind of where I think I got a little bit of a taste of entrepreneurship. Uh, my family and my parents are both business owners. They've owned several businesses. Uh, but at 14 and a half, it was legal for you to work part-time yeah. in Canada. Oh. So, uh, you know, when you're 12, 14, whatever age you are as a youngin, you want whatever new clothes are uh, in style, you want the latest brand new shoes, and then, you know, it goes out of season and you throw it away, and you want the next best thing. So uh, my family thought that it would do me some good if I could learn to appreciate the value of a dollar. Shocking. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's like so old school. Yeah, and so I basically was told to work, and it actually worked more in my favor. I think I enjoyed making my own money um, much more than them actually buying it for me. So I think it backfired, um, but I think that was a little bit of the journey. So there was that thirst and that need to want to continue and wanting to go up that hierarchy of what's the next level that I can go. And um, 
my first job, I think it was, well, it's here in the United States. It's uh, called Victoria's Secret. In Canada, I think it's called Lizenza. So I'm Is Canadian. Is the same company? Yeah. No, it's not the same company. Oh, okay. It's it's the Canadian brand of Victoria's gotcha. Secret. But uh, so my second job was at Lizenza, and it was during the holidays. So in order for me to keep my job as a non-seasonal employee, um, I had to sell these robes. And at 14 and a half, you know, what do I know about robes in a, like a lingerie <laughs> store? <laughs> um, but I wanted to keep my job and I wanted to hit that target. So I actually exceeded the sales goal by five and nobody, you know, the, the oldest person there, I think, sold two. Um, so I got a really nice bonus. And I think that just kind of started to parlay into different jobs. Um, but I think at 18, I started working for an interior design company down in Costa Mesa. It's called Interior Design Creative. Uh, they're a commercial show home company and um, started off as a receptionist. And then within a year, I got into their purchasing department. And then within six months, I was promoted as their purchasing manager. So I was 18, youngest in the company of 200, and I had the largest department to manage. Um, but with that, in short, I started traveling. And I loved traveling. But what I realized is when I was out traveling, I wasn't really making money. You just cash out a certain amount of PTO. Um, so moving forward, I got into still going to school, um, the mortgage industry. And that's Do you have just, a degree? I did not finish. Neither did I. Neither did I. Uh, I, <laughs> I started sweating. <laughs> so, okay, random off-topic question. That's something that I've always, like, it's like my, my ghost in the closet. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something for a really long time held me back because I didn't okay. have the confidence to say that I had these initials after my name mm -hmm. did was that something for you yes yeah yeah even till this day i still hesitate sometimes mm -hmm. like oh where'd you go to college like uh i went to sec but i didn't transfer yeah um, and i should have i was supposed to transfer to cal state fullerton to go into business um my family really with Asian families they want you to be in the medical field and um, <laughs> I thought I was going to be a nurse or a doctor and I was registering to become one got into a car accident and I thought that was my omen to tell me that school is not for you and nursing is not for you. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I still till this day sometimes hesitate, but I look at where I am moving forward. Um, and it's not having an education hasn't held me back. I mean, I've been more successful than I could have asked for. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm more successful than a lot of my peers that got their degree. <laughs> so I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think almost as like a, a positive almost a self-awareness that I didn't want to be there I didn't need to be there mm -hmm. I was a semester away from graduating and I left yeah, yeah okay. I just moved in a way and all it was was 12 hours and it was paid for by the school through my scholarship and I still didn't finish yeah that's crazy wow. yeah it's a good story we'll have to compare because I also was in a car accident and dropped out of college oh. <laughs> <laughs> please wear your seatbelts kids yes <laughs> and keep your eyes on the road don't At all time don't, and don't go to school don't have a boyfriend who falls asleep at the wheel okay <laughs> so fast forward why did you ch 
to decide to buy a franchise. You have a Nectar yes. Juice Bar, which is a franchise, right? It is. I'm actually one of the first franchisees for a Nectar Juice Bar. Um, actually met Steve and Alexis when they only owned two stores. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I was store number five. I'm the first location in North Orange County. I'm also the flagship for North OC. But um, how that kind of came to, to fruition is uh, while I was traveling, there was one day I was in Paris and I loved it. So this is while I was already in sales, mortgages, real estate. Um, and I realized that while I'm out here enjoying life and I'm also being outsold because mm-hmm. if I'm not in front of people, I'm not making money. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also am a true believer in karma. Um, so I wanted to make sure that whatever it was that I sold, it had to be something good that would be good for you. Um, so that was the, the start of my hunt for a product. Um, so I, I approached Boiling Crab um, before they became a franchise. I looked into franchising Elise sandwiches and putting it in front of a high school. Um, and I got off topic and I lost the answer to your question. So why, how you chose a oh. franchise versus opening up your own juice bar? So at that time, I had just turned 30 years old. I just got out of an eight and a half year relationship that I was also engaged. Um, And so at 30, you're like, fuck, what am I gonna do? You're not married, you have no children, um, you have this money, you have a house, but what else else do you wanna do? And so when I got out of this relationship, um, my metabolism was already out of whack and I started to realize because my parents were so fit, I'm like, okay, get it. Yo-yo diets don't work. Healthy is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my friends who live in the area, um, I also have friends that are like dancers or founders of like Hobo Modern and UCI and America's Best Dance Crew, so they're like TV. But they started raving about this cleanse. Like, you need to do this cleanse. Uh, get it from Nectar Juice Bar. You're going to look great. You're going to feel great. You get to reset and start this new, just new journey on your own. So... Bought the five-day cleanse, and uh, I did the whole nectar thing. I was driving out to Costa Mesa, living in Anaheim Hills three, four times a week, and it dawned on me after I'd been getting shut down from all these other small businesses that I wanted to approach. And then also keep in mind, so this was, what, seven years, eight years ago? Yeah, eight, eight and a half, nine years ago, we were in the middle of the recession businesses were failing Mm -hmm. and that was really scary for me and so although I knew I wanted to start something up I was trying to be realistic in a sense like if you start up a business it could fail if you started up the rate of success could take you know anywhere from five to eight years and thinking in the mind of a female um, I still wanted to get married. I still wanted to have children. I'm like, okay, if I do this at 38, if I start my own, I'll be 38 when it does well, maybe that I could start kids or I can buy into this product, this amazing brand. It's still new, up and coming. I'm catching it right before the upswing. Um, or you could do that. And so in short, I, the story I tell, which is kind of true, is I pretty much harassed like Alexis, who I'm now really good friends with. Like, Who's I, also a really great, great yeah. cycle client. I love her. <laughs> yeah, she is. We ride together too in Monarch Beach, so she's it's awesome. Great. Um, but yeah, so I was harassing her for about six months, like calling, emailing, coming to the um, CDM location, going to Costa Mesa, like, hey, I'm gonna be your first franchisee and I know exactly where, where, where I wanna put it. 
And um, the setup's pretty much the same. So if you look at where the customer's location is, there's a Pilates, there's a Wendy's, so I have Pure Bar, I have a Knollwood, um, high-end hair salon, which is my dad's. Um, and that's just the light. Like, this is it. Like, this yeah. is what I want. This is what I want to do. I don't want to. I could start up my own, but why? Right. Why do that when I can do this? And that's how it started. I love that. It's such a cool story. <laughs> um, okay, wait, I have to put my glasses on okay. so I can read my notes. <laughs> um, okay, so when you have a franchise, sometimes, well, my understanding is that you are kind of structured in what you can do um, because you have to kind of follow the guidelines of a franchise, franchisee owner yes. and that plan. So, But I also know that you're really creative. And so is it that Nectar gives you the freedom to be semi-creative or have you, like how do you have that creativity? Um, well, I've always been a pretty creative person. Um, I also have a tendency, I was once told it's, it's better to ask for forgiveness. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. Than it is to ask for permission. permission. Um, and that just really stuck with me mm-hmm. is, you know, I'm not really doing anything to, with, with Nectars, I'm not really doing anything to hurt the brand. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's a couple recipes like the pumpkin pie smoothie that's coming in. That was my original um, recipe that's kind of morphed throughout the years. Um, but I basically just take what we have and I just modify it in a way that I feel best suits my taste buds and my diet, and also that caters to um, the customers. So you're able to have... Yeah, so I'm still able, it's still, I'm not really getting in trouble per se, but I mean, I do name it things yeah. like the like nitty Yeah, I was gonna say, you have a grit cycle. Yeah, I do have a grit cycle smoothie, but it's easier to just call it something like the nitty gritty versus like, yes, I'd like uh, cashew milk, bananas, blue spirulina, hemp seeds, cheese, you know, it's like, if you just tell me what I named it, then I already know what's in it. Yeah, So I love that you um, agree. But technically, yes, as a franchisee, you are bound uh, under a contract and you do have to follow their rules um, but I've kind of just found a way to not overstep it just yeah. kind of like step up the line <laughs> so when you're an entrepreneur especially when you're newer and I think especially when you have a product that a lot of people desire mm-hmm. you well I know that you're very 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 generous when it comes to like if we're having a party or somebody's having some type of an event you are extremely generous showing up you yourself not even like a staff member um and you know you do a special dedicated drink or juice or something um i imagine just knowing what how we get approached how often how do you be gracious be generous be cost aware I mean I, I guess the long story short is you get hit up for a lot of stuff all the time that people expect you to do for free yes <laughs> how do you handle that <laughs> um and what advice would you give to someone else who is a business owner with a product or a service that people want a lot of uh I think for me personally I mean in the beginning when you're a startup um you know I've been doing I just celebrated Oh, wow. Actually, September 7th was the day that I um, signed the franchise agreement. We opened June 7th, but uh, so I just celebrated my seven year. Um, But initially in the beginning, you just want to create as much awareness as possible. Um, But because I've been doing it for so long now, um, 
and even just back then it's just a matter of creating these connections Mm -hmm. with a community of people that you I don't want to say that are like a lot like me but where we can have an impact on each other's lives Mm -hmm. so in terms of what I choose and which you know organizations or what events or what charities that I choose to participate in um, it just depends on like Obviously, the connection is there. We met right off the bat. I hit it off, um, and it's also it's uh, it's a there's reciprocity, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, for sure. So it doesn't need to necessarily be uh, monetary where they're giving back to me, mm-hmm. but I like to know that we work, we collaborate together, um, and I mean I do I do give way more. I give a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I give way more than I should, and I think that's it's a it's a lecture that some people give. Is like you have to find be work smart, mm-hmm. um, not work harder. And it's like, but I have such a big heart, and I just want to help. And they're like, you need to know when to cut it. So, um, depending on who it is, I just kind of say like these. This is the fee that mm-hmm. you know I can do, which is still discounted. So I'm still giving no matter what. Right. Um, and maybe that's advice that you can give me later of like what I could do just to say no. <laughs> I mean, because you want to, it's expected from a lot of clients yeah. or people that you do business with. And it's hard to say no. I mean, Matt, I mean, you get hit up all the time too. Yeah. And it's like, I don't think most of the people think, you're, oh, you're just giving away something that's for free. Like you're giving away classes. Like yeah. those classes still cost money. Exactly. Like it costs money to turn on the lights in the studio to pay the front desk girls right. to, you know, buy the equipment and keep the bikes up to date mm-hmm. and all that kind of yeah. stuff that, that doesn't really like, doesn't mean we should just be giving out five classes to yeah. anybody that asks for them. Yeah. So like, we still have a business to run in the, right. in the long run. Well, and on the cost of we try, Yeah, we try to be supportive of everything we can, but there's not like, you know, there's only so much you can do. Right. And that's kind of what I've said to some people. Sometimes I've had to say no is I am a one-man show. I'm Mm -hmm. not married. I don't have a partner that's helping me run the business. Um, I barely just started having an assistant manager again. So that's kind of what I would say is I've already committed to something and I wish I could be there, but perhaps I could do something else, you know, like a gift certificate or something like that. So, I feel like there's or let me know. a lot of places do that. They do like a monthly thing and they like, this is how much money I'm going to spend in that month yeah. or give away. Mm-hmm. And if they catch you at the end of the month, right. it's, it's going to be away. too bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I say like it, it, December is always a really tight, uh, I have a very tight budget. Mm-hmm. Last quarter of the year, historically, Nectar is just very slow because of... People are in from out of town, moms are off the routine, kids are out of school. It's cold. Um, yeah, it's cold, it's raining, nobody yeah. wants anything cold, they want hot. They have a case of the fuckets. Yeah. They're gonna start on January 1st. I know that girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me, by the way. Neither. <laughs> She's sitting back there, her name is not <laughs> That's not her either. Uh, oh, so we talked about, that's one of the ways that you can market yourself to build relationships and a following. But what are some of the other ways, especially in the food industry, that have been successful for you to market your juice bar, build a following, a clientele? Yeah. Um, so what I used to really love doing is any of like the local cities taste of like Taste of Costa mm-hmm. Mesa, Taste of Anaheim, um, and then also being a part of uh, which I'm no longer the chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, the chamber was a really good source for me. Anaheim is such a huge uh, city and it's a huge territory. So eventually I kind of had to take a step back. 
Um, and now also because I am a franchise, you know, if another Nectar opens in Anaheim, it's kind of like competing. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really choosy with that. But uh, the Taste of Anaheim events really did well. And then just also popping up at our local fitness studios. That's really kind of where I was able to build the connections and the relationships with the peoples is marketing through those avenues. Yeah. Um, and then schools. And then I think it was really amazing when companies like Lululemon, they had their ambassador program that was, you know, they would have fitness instructors. And then the last couple of years, I actually think it was Sarah Tava, who was the one that was the first um, manager or community manager to choose someone as an ambassador outside Mm -hmm. of the fitness industry but still totally health and wellness i didn't even know so like i have goosebumps thinking about it so if you're not familiar lululemon has an ambassador program where they choose wellness and fitness professionals or community what would you call them community leaders i've seen like people that own coffee shops yes um become ambassadors and so you become an ambassador you have a two-year although i just got asked to do a third year so Yay. whatever um but you have, i'm legacy that's legacy <laughs> um, but you have the opportunity to kind of reign as an ambassador in the given location where they've asked you mm-hmm. and you get your picture up on the wall you get to go to all the events they market you they yeah. build community around you so how has that impacted you um, so I just actually started the the ambassadorship was official May May mm-hmm. so I haven't really had a chance to kind of delve into that world but um, they are we're always meeting once a month hey what's going on what are you doing what can we help you with and then anytime they have any events in store mm-hmm. um, that's kind of where they've um, been asking me to come over mm-hmm. um which i've done a few times but it's just now it's a scheduling thing so um i'd say tbd yeah. with with the ambassadorship but i'm really excited and i'm looking forward to it um just every ambassador that i've met um you know they've started with one studio and now they have four they've had one coffee shop now they have three and like even matt with sessions mm-hmm. um you know, just hearing him talk about the changes um, that he's gone through, even through the ambassadorship, and he just started. Yeah. So it just really in, it inspires me, and I'm also very excited about it. And plus, you have that visibility of your picture up on the wall. Yeah, that's weird. Do your friends send you, like, people go to the mall and, like, take your picture and send it to you on Instagram? Yes. Yes, it's very cool yeah. and slightly weird at the same time. Yes. But I like it. Very. Keep doing it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's just, it's, I just, I've always preferred to um, kind of go under the radar. You mm-hmm. know, like I want to be a superstar, but I don't need everybody to know that I'm a superstar. Yeah. So when you, oh, okay, just toot my horn. But, um, but, but so when I hear or see pictures of myself, like that's not me, that's not me. Even like the grit wall in Long Beach, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh. That's right. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. But someone said she that to me. She is on the window <laughs> in Long Beach. Like, with, with me and her. Yeah. And her. And her. And her. And her. <laughs> Not her. I had to share the spotlight. <laughs> I had to share the spotlight. <laughs> yeah, so it, it takes getting used to. Yeah. That's right. You're big. You're on. Yes. Charlene is the one. <laughs> You're big. You big on there. Wait, 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 what? Big like ten feet tall. Okay. <laughs> so big on that that wall. 
Um, I love it. I feel like I could talk to you. I say this to a lot of people. I feel like I could talk to you some more because I got to learn a lot of good stuff about you. Matt gets to ask the last question. And it's on Imperial Highway. Yes. What would your billboard say on Imperial Highway? Uh, oh, okay. I think the first thing that comes to mind, it was this, I guess it was a quote or a best ad- bit of advice that someone gave, which has, has stuck with me, Taylor uh, and, and Sophie, her mom, um, is if, if, if it was meant for you, it will not pass you. I like that. The billboard. Deep. Deep. Yeah. So that would, if I read that, not I selling think, myself, right? It was just if like I were, a thought. If I were a single girl and I was and I was um, driving on Imperial Highway and I saw that, I think that really cute guy behind me, if he was meant for me, he would not have passed it. <laughs> <laughs> Come back, BMW. I mean, not BMW. No, we don't want a guy driving. <laughs> a third K. Yeah. A third K millionaire. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. This is. <laughs> This is. <laughs> Cassie, Cassie's me. losing it. <laughs> I've only ever lost it one other time. Go <laughs> We talked about. That's a great one. Sweaty balls. Ooh. Anyways, um, Charlene from Nectar in Anaheim Hills. Anything else you want to plug? Where do we find you on Instagram? We didn't say that. Yes. The oh. Quirky Blender. Yes, the Quirky Blender. The Quirky Blender. We're going to tag her. Anything else? special flavor pumpkin oh yeah pumpkin pie try the nitty-gritty if you haven't had a chance I'm sorry it's not available at the other nectar locations well technically it is but they don't have the ratio um but if you want it just send me a dm and I'll send you the recipe yeah (laughs) thank you for coming on thank you for having me we'll talk to you soon (laughs) that was pretty good that was pretty good what did you wonder